Welcome to our podcast, You Can Undo It Too. We are Kate and Monique, two friends who practice true forgiveness in their daily life challenges using the Course in Miracles. We share concrete examples from our life experiences on how to undo the ego mind way of thinking. And when we do, the results are mind-blowing. So join us on our learning journey because you can undo the ego mind too and find peace of mind. Welcome to episode 7 of You Can Undo It Too. We're calling this episode My Backpack is Full. Monique, tell me what you've been grappling with this week. Your backpack is full, you say. Tell us what tell us more about that. Well, I have a problem with my sister and that has been there for years. My sister's still in France and I live here in the States. And we talk once or twice a year to the max. I want to have a closer relationship with her. I am sick of initiating everything with my sister in order to improve the relationship. I've been buying flowers at least once a year. Did did not work. I did that maybe for five years. I even talked to a counselor, to a counselor. Counselor. Counselor, yeah, to help, um, you know, for that. But nothing has really worked. And I'm left with this feeling that what is wrong with me? Or or what is wrong with my sister? Or how can I just change that? I feel hopeless inside. And and inside, I'm also hiding that feeling, you know, because we don't have a close relationship. It's not good. So nobody knows about it. But I know and I'm hiding kind of thing. So that's what I meant by my backpack is full. It's, uh, It's too heavy. And I have to unload it, basically. So uh, recently, <clears throat> that's how it started, is my cousin just gave me a phone call and revealed to me that my sister had explained to her that she had uh, trouble in her childhood with her my father. Mm. So the fact that she confided to my cousin, that triggered me. So what happened? What is it that triggered you? Well, because my relationship is at the open now. I mean, my my cousin, oh. my family knows about it. That we Everybody knows your dirty little secret. Yeah, and I feel guilty. <laughs> Say more about that. You feel guilty. Well, you know, it happens like when I went to visit my cousin in France and she told me also that my sister resent me because she suffered a lot during her childhood because I was considered my father's favorite and that because my father said unkind things to her. So all these things keep on coming. So your father said unkind things to your sister. Yeah. And you were considered, you found out through your cousin that you were considered your father's favorite. Yeah. Tell me, tell us a little bit more about how you feel, you felt hearing that. Well, when I heard that, it made sense that she's distant from me or she appears distant from me. At least there was a reason, some kind of something, 
that explains her resentment maybe. But at the same time, I felt again helpless. I didn't know how to resolve it and, and what I was supposed to do as a child. You know, I was just a child. You're defending yourself. Basically, you've, you've made it, you see here, you've made it more real. Well, you know, I don't think that I'm defending myself. I don't, I don't feel this way. Uh, I, I'm just explaining what happened. There was nothing I could do. No hope for me to have done something to change the situation because I didn't know. I didn't mm-hmm. know that it even existed. <clears throat> and that's, that's part of defending yourself is be, uh, feeling like you're superior to your sister and you didn't know. You're innocent. My sister feels crappy and what could I have done? You're superior, really. Uh, well, you know, I don't think that I'm superior. If you would know my sister, I mean, when we were children, she had the bad, the, the good grade and she's very intelligent and I had a bad grade and I had difficulty studying. So I don't think that I'm superior or that, you know. Well, you're just defending yourself more, right? Well, you know, when I think about all things, and I cannot help it, if my father uh, thought that I was more likable and, mm. and uh, you know, I just, I cannot help these things you can't help if your dad liked you better than your sister you also turned out to be the most successful person in your family let me point that out yeah you see this way but i just don't see this way i don't even think about it i you know this also so much so many triggers another one recently i was getting an update from the family from another cousin and she told me that she had talked to my sister a long conversation, and they exchange gardening tips, you know, which is exactly what I would love to have with my sister. I wish I could have that conversation, but it's my cousin, not me. Why? Why my cousin and not me? So you're jealous, sounds like. You know, I just I don't think that I'm jealous. I don't think it's jealousy. It's just sounds so human. You know, vacillating between the ego mind and the right mind. Well, I don't think that way at this point. I just, you know, I'm thinking, what's wrong with me? Why does my sister have so much difficulty having a relationship with me? That's all what I would like to know. Her relationship with my cousin looks so easy. Yeah, and there, there must be something wrong with you, right? You're guilty and you're defending yourself right now. Well, yeah, I, I feel that the entire family now is on her side. And they're going to leave me alone here. Oh, so you think you need to do something about it because you think this is real, right? Is it, is well, it real? Of course it's real to me. It feels real. And, and almost like, like it feels that I'm never going to find a solution, a sense of doom that, I have lost everything, and I got along so well with my cousins, but with that, what has happened with those conversations, how can I prove that I'm guiltless to her and to them, and that I'm a good person too? I feel I'm attacked from all sides. I need some allies here. 
in this you war. You need some allies. Yeah, it, you're in, it sounds like you're in a war and you're recruiting allies. Yeah. And so far, I just want to submit to you that this war is all in your thoughts. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know that I should not blame myself for something that I didn't do because really I didn't do anything. But it's so easy to fall into that trap where we feel guilty. And I, yeah, that's where I am right now. Yeah, and it's, you know, it sounds like you are defending yourself because you really do believe that you really are guilty of something. <sighs> yeah, but you know, in my mind, is why does my sister remain distant from me? I don't get it. Well, you're, you are still defending yourself a little <laughs> bit, but I, it's just oh, so, it's so human. It's so, I mean, it's so wonderful that you're willing to share this on the air and with me. Um, but I can also sense that you're beginning to get that this is an interpretation and it is in your mind. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I, I defend myself. That's true. I mean, I, I realize that now uh, because I feel... Almost I feel belittled by my sister, by her telling her problems with my cousins and not with me. So, like, I don't have any importance to her, you know? Mm. Yeah, the judgment, the judgment about you and the judgment about your sister belittling you, that comes directly from the ego. Yeah, like, like something is wrong with me. I know I cannot change my relationship with my sister unless I change my mind. Like you said, you know, it's all in my thoughts. The only thing I can change is my interpretation of the whole thing. Yeah. And there's nothing to do. You know, you're, you're not going to change anything by doing. You can only change your perception. And basically, with regard to your perception, there are only two choices. Yeah, I know. To decide between the ego way of thinking that I have been doing until now and the right way. But, you know, for me, what now, what, what I feel is I feel guilty. And I don't know why. And I know I need to change my mind about that. That's where we are now. Okay, good. So are you willing to change your mind about feeling guilty? Yes, of course. You know, because I, I realize I try to do and do do so many things for so many years. And of course, it did not work. I'm still left with the same feeling. Clearly, it's not the right way. And I know the right way is to change my mind about it. Good. So you, you realize that you were judging your sister and yourself. So let's go a little, let's go a step further. Remember what I was telling you earlier, that it's a dream, or I was reminding you of that, and you are the author of the dream, right? Yeah, I was, I had forgotten that in the middle of all the drama, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I am actually, I realized that I am actually uh, judging myself when I judge her. Right. Yeah. 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 And you're projecting onto your sister the judgment that of yourself that is in your unconscious mind, right? You're not aware of that. 
Yeah, I'm not aware of it at all. Actually, I'm the one who made up that whole dream, isn't it? And it's just a dream, which is in a way comforting, if we can say it, because, um, because it's comforting because I can change my mind about it. So there's a hope. Okay. Okay, yeah. So how are you going to change your mind about it? Well, so far, what I understand what I understand is when I judge her, I hurt myself because I I judge myself, so I hurt myself, and and then when I do that, it creates a separation between her and me, and it's totally the opposite from what I really want. Mm-hmm. This is good, very good. So let's talk a little bit about projection. Yeah. Um, what we do when we project. And remember, the course, A Course in Miracles is very helpful in this regard. Um, when we project onto others, we're doing that in order to avoid the experience of something. So we give it to someone else to experience for us. That's why we project. To, we think we're giving it to someone, we think we're giving our guilt to someone else. But the bottom line is, there's nothing happened. There's nothing to feel guilty about it, about. And we actually do have the power to recognize that and be responsible for the projection, which comes only from us. It's unconscious, but still deep within us. And we do, we get so caught up in our emotions and our stories of justification. And I see myself in everything you're saying too that we forget that we even have the power to choose which mind to observe it with because there are there are choices yeah it's all so true what you're saying this is exactly what happened i got caught into the emotion and the details and everything and but by talking with you about it i started to realize what i'm doing and it's helpful mm. to come to this point of realizing that I project what I want to keep. I, I project separation and I want to be separate. I want to be special. Yeah. Yeah, and you might feel special and separate and and special, super special. But the outcome is that we feel terrible and isolated yes. when we do that. Yes, exactly. This is what's happening. That's why I just... Um, I see my sister being, um, you know, away from me, distant from me. I'm judging that. And I feel really isolated. I really feel that I'm going to be all alone here. So, yeah, that feeling results from my projection. That's interesting. But I could recognize it only through the trigger. And that trigger was that my distant, my sister is distant from me and I don't feel good about it. Only the trigger was visible to me. Mm-hmm. Not the and it co- was very real. Yeah. It was not. Yeah. And this is, this is the insanity that we all, I mean, you and I are helping each other learn how to, I guess, recognize and transcend. This is, but this is how we get trapped, right? Yeah. And it's a problem that can never be solved with the tools of the ego mind. So now, what do you choose? 
Well, in that insanity, I know I can choose, but I feel that I cannot choose right now. I feel that I would do, I would want to tell you more about all the things that explains and justify my feelings and all these things about my sister. I would like to talk a little bit more, but I have you have heard it before. I have told you so many times. So that's what yes. I feel now. It's crazy, isn't it? Well, what's in the way of your choosing another way? a new way to look at it. Yeah. There's definitely like a, a blockage. What's on the way is the need to make that insanity real. To make it yeah. real a little bit more. But right. I know, even so I know it has not led me anywhere after so many years. And like I was saying before, my backpack is full and it's coming off now. Great. But remember, that's a big investment of 40 years of suffering. Yeah. Are you sure you're willing to end it? Well, for sure. Yes. I'm here to, to really understand that. I have tried so many things that did not work. And now I decide to change my mind, which has not been in the right way, obviously, because it has not worked. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's great, Monique. It's, it's, you know, really what you're, I mean, I hear you saying is that you're willing to see your thoughts and assumptions and feelings as maybe just energy patterns. Now, so we're at a turning point right now, at least I say we are. And I feel like you are there too, Monique, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So before we continue... We'll have a moment of suspense and take a little break uh, to remind our listeners that we love to hear from you. So please share your thoughts, share your triggers, share your assumptions and your feelings. We really love, we love sharing our friendship with you and we love to hear from you. Our email is youcanundoit2 at gmail.com. That's Y-O-U-C-A-N-U-N-D-O-I-T-T-O-O at gmail.com. Back to our episode, Monique. Yeah, so, so far, I found out that I was judging my sister uh, and that I was feeling guilty and that I'm feeling separated and isolated. But actually, it doesn't matter what I'm judging her for. All what matters is that I realize that by, I, by judging her, I'm judging myself and I'm separating myself. And this is what I'm projecting. And this is mm. the result of all these things and it's insanity and there must be another way. Okay, so let's see. So can you see yourself in the audience watching this as though you're in a movie theater? Hmm. That's interesting uh, thing to do. So let me see. Let me see if I put myself into the audience and, and seeing that I am 
projecting on the screen my life with my sister. And yeah, so yeah, I can do that. And the projector is in the back of the theater. It's in the unconscious mind. It's not visible to us. Yeah, and and I am sitting as an observer in the theater or in the movie theater, but I'm also the author. So therefore, I can decide to go back to the projector and make some changes. Mm. Wow, that's great. So when it comes to your sister, you're you were projecting fear and judgment, deeply buried, encased in that big room, in a projector behind a wall, something you never looked at before, maybe. And as the observer, we may think we may think that the what's on the screen is real. Yeah, basically the story with my sister is the movie that I'm watching. And I live this life as a dream, projecting it until I realize today I'm waking up from that dream and I realize, oh man, it's just a dream. And it is just my projection. And what is being projected is something that If it doesn't exist, it's just thoughts and it's not Mm. real. Mm. So great. So once you realize that you're the author of the dream, you also realize that nothing really happened. That's what it sounds like. It's just a movie. Nothing really happened. Actually, the observer is like a decision maker. Yeah. And... And I become the one to decide whether to continue to have a bad dream or not. So I choose to have a happy dream and I want to be at peace. And I'm, I'm willing to see it differently. But right now I'm not, I don't know how yet. But I'm willing. I'm willing. Okay, great, great. There are two steps um, now. The first step is to stop and be aware that your peace has been disturbed. And the second step is to switch and change your mind. The first step is definitely the hardest. It's filled with a lot of emotion and resistance. And I'm speaking from experience here. We usually want to skip this, this step but it's important to be able to step back from the problem just a little bit to detach ourselves from the situation and maybe actually physically move away from the place you are currently sitting or experiencing the resistance just leave it alone yeah you mean there's an expression in france that say laisse le décanter how do you say that in english because you know you know french so help me with that It means, you know, pour out the wine without disturbing the sediment. No, no, not that. It means don't move it so that the sediment can settle. It's a little bit different. (laughs) It's 
That's so French. <laughs> Just a little bit different, meaning a lot different, you dumb American. Oh, no, <laughs> I didn't mean that. But anyway, you know, um, yeah, stepping, stepping back is important. Uh, but, you know, I, I cannot go forward and I don't like that feeling. It just, I want to, um, to go a little bit further. Well, it sounds like you're stuck, you're stuck hovering around the movie theater, never to escape. I'm going to get some popcorn and watch the show from here. Kate, you have no feeling. How can you do that for me? I want to get out of this ego world. And besides, you know, popcorn with fake butter and salt on the top, it's not healthy. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a dream, Monique. Dream popcorn. Well, I am surely in the dream right now. I realize that and... And I am the author of the dream. So I, uh, yeah, I feel that I need, I need help. And at least so okay, far. Okay, let me interrupt. Let me interrupt. What if you could undo the ego right now? Okay. Well, um, I would really feel good. That's for sure. And now I know it's a dream. Um, and as a dream, you know, it doesn't have any substance. So let me feel it. This is a dream. This is an illusion. Okay. So I could let go and see things totally differently and be free. Okay. So let us know when you as a decision maker decide to do that. Oh my God. Again, you have no feeling that this is critical for me. You leave me all alone. I really feel that I need help here. I ask a loving hand to lift me up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's really up to you. Oh, Kate, I, that's a sentence I just don't like. I, I hate that answer. I wish I could really do it right now. But you know, there's this, this um, when I reflect about all that has happened, all what I have done for the past 40 years, all what I have thought, and if it goes away, it feels that I'm going to have a big empty, something empty, that there was a big problem and, and then now it's gone. I'm going to lose something. This is exactly how it feels. It's like a, a big gap and I'm losing myself. Yeah, it sounds like you're losing a limb, Monique. And I can feel the phantom pain. Yeah, this is, this is amazing. So, you know, this morning I was reading in the SCIM, um, the Course in Miracle, that it is very common for people to resist the final steps, the change of mind, because they have a strong fear of losing the self. It feels yeah. like you are losing everything for, for a second. And then, and we feel that, that like all, all is lost, but actually the next seconds, if you go through it, you realize that you gain yourself again. 
Oh, that's so beautiful. And and I, I know exactly what you mean. It, it almost feels like you're going to die. But the, right. this is the extraordinary result of giving up the ego that we so strongly identify with just moments before. Yeah, so true. So true. When actually I undo my ego mind, it's like I forgive something that did not happen. So therefore, nobody is guilty. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. has done anything wrong. I feel more peaceful. And then there's no conflict anymore. And I realized that I realized that I was blind, really blind, to the reality of who I am, which was covered like, like if I was in a cloud and I could not see. And I was just uh, deeply uh, involved with my emotion conflicts and problems, basically. And that was... That is why it's important for me to step back and realize that I am making it real, that you were saying I was making it real. Mm. And, and it was not real. It was a dream. So then I can decide otherwise and switch my mind. Yeah. And this is what happens when you or I commit to the practice of recognizing that we do have the power to choose otherwise. And this is the second step I was talking about, the switch of your mind. The first step is stop, just stop. And the second is change your mind. As we practice this, we we become more confident. And you just demonstrated how to undo the ego. Look, Monique, you did that all by yourself. Yeah, because you're a great teacher. You listened to me and, and I was able to recognize that I have the power to decide to undo the ego by myself. Also, I can see now the effect of the two steps that you were talking about earlier, the stop and switch. And Kate, there's a third step, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's what A Course in Miracle calls vision a state of mind where the ego, the illusions of the ego mind is undone. And you can feel a oneness with everything, that state of peace, it's available. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I remember when this happened, that switch happened when, when you invite me to get a taste of it, when you ask me, what if you could leave the illusion, the ego, aside right now and that was for me the turning point yes then you can see that the innocence and the purity in your relationship because when the illusion is gone that's that's really what's left this is what true forgiveness leads to so you see now that you were innocent and your sister's innocent this this experience is is a our purpose in doing this podcast to return ourselves to a sinless state if if only for a moment yeah and and now it feels good it, i feel relieved it, it and it feels that i can even meet my sister and love her and not worry about anything i really feel that way beautiful thank you monique for sharing this your journey with us You're so generous and to be vulnerable and authentic here today. Yeah, so join us here next month 
when Kate <laughs> will show her trigger. Oh, yay! Enjoy! <laughs> Thank you for listening and for letting us share. We would love to hear from you now. So please send us an email at youcanundoitto at gmail.com. That's Y-O-U-C-A-N-U-N-D-O-I-T-T-O-O at gmail.com. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And come back next month for another episode of You Can Undo It Too. Remember, life is just a dream. Wake up with us. Thank you.